0: Good Monday morning. My name is Matt Hodell with the Bastards of Art podcast. I'm coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. I am an artist um, and I've been doing that for quite a long time. It's how I pay my bills. It's how I do my thing. Uh, And I've had, uh, you know, I've I've got a story here. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. And I wanted to share some of that with you on this podcast today. And I avoid this topic quite a bit because it's, you know, it's my story and it's, I don't know. A lot of people don't want to hear it. Um, you know, but part of my story is, is that about 10 years ago I quit drinking and it was a big deal. Um, because previously, you know, I did not like how I drank. I did not like how much I drank. Um, I don't have any crazy stories about DUIs or getting arrested. I don't have any crazy stories about, you know, um, you know, all the bad, bad things that can happen, you know, when you, when you drink a lot, uh, I was a guy who just really drank too much and it interfered with my ability to achieve my goals. That pretty much is what it boils down to. I did not like um, I did not like how I drank. I did not like how much I drank. I did not like I did not like that I had all these ambitions and ideas that always took second fiddle to going and having beers at the end of the night and I, I justified it by how stressed I was and I justified, I justified it all kinds of ways. I justified it, um, because, you know, I read too much Bukowski and, you know, Bukowski would get hammered on, uh, wine and make these great novels and, you know, he was a millionaire. Um, but at the end of the day, he was still kind of like a disgusting turd, you know, not, not, not like really a good human being. Um, But, you know, I thought for a longest time that, you know, I justified how much I drank by, uh, you know, that's what artists do. That's what successful artists do. And everyone around me drank. So I didn't really see anything, you know, abnormal with the behavior. You know, we were all talking high and talking big about projects we were going to work on and things we were going to go do. And, you know, the reality is I didn't really do a lot. Um, I just stayed busy and i you know i i don't uh i don't think i i produced the level of work i could have been producing while i was drinking so somewhere around the age of 35 i just kind of woke up one morning and i was like dude i'm done like i this ain't this is not working for me there's more i want to do in life i'm I'm 35 i'm five years away from 40 which at the time was such a, a a number for me uh 40 years old, you know, your life's half over, you know, what have you done? You know, it's going to be like a benchmark where, you know, if, if I if I couldn't tell people that I did a lot of stuff and I did a lot of cool things at the age of 40, then I don't know, man, it just didn't, it didn't feel like I was on the right path. So I basically woke up one morning and quit, I quit drinking and, uh, talked to some friends and kind of put some things in motion to kind of heal, uh, heal some of my wounds and why I was drinking in the first place. And I started taking on um, more action. Um, I started doing more. And it relates to this podcast and it relates to art because I sit here and I talk about productivity and I talk about motivation and I talk about going out and doing stuff. And I can just tell you from my personal experience when I was drinking a lot, and I mean like, five nights a week, you know, sometimes it was just four beers. Sometimes it was 10 beers. When I was drinking that much, I was not being productive. I was still working for somebody else. I was still, uh, you know, giving half of my money to someone else. And I was still so afraid of actually 100% going out on my own and starting my own studio because, you know, I, I kind of thought, it's all going to come out. You know, right now I'm BSing people enough that I look like I'm successful or I look like I'm doing something. But if I actually went out on my own and people were dependent upon me and I was actually dependent on myself and I had no safety net, I, you know, I was going to be invisible, you know, see-through. I was going to be transparent. And people were going to see the the BS that I really was. So I had quit drinking at 35 and by the age of 37 I stepped out of the, uh, the studio I was at and I finally went out on my own and I have absolutely no regrets from, uh, from quitting drinking. I'm not going to say that it was super easy or, you know, it was just like, yeah, quit drinking and life got better. I did have to put a program of action in place and surround myself with, you know, sober people. And that, that was really, that was the hardest part was I thought that, you know, I thought I was going to like become this different person and I didn't want to lose myself. And, and it's so funny that I thought like that because I, I didn't like the person I was in the first place. So who who gives a shit that I wasn't going to be the same person anymore? You know, that, that person didn't work anymore. And so, Once I committed to the idea that I just couldn't drink anymore, I didn't think about it in the terms of forever. I thought about it in terms of just today. And the more todays I had, kind of easier it was. And the more, you know, the more rewards I got, the less I really thought about drinking. And then, you know, and I I would do things like play it through my head. Like if I have a beer now, will I have two, will I have four? Am I going to get anything done? Am I actually going to paint today? Am I actually going to draw my appointment today? And so yeah, I had these like tools that were given to me by a group of friends and, uh, and I, and I used them and, and, and the rewards are basically this on a small scale, just being able to like, for instance, I wake up at five in the morning now, never would have been doing that. You know, if I was still drinking, I wake up at the five in the morning, I feel good. I get into my art studio and I start making art. I start planning my day. I start, you know, I'm active jumping around, I'm going from drawing to drawing appointments, uh, you know, working on prints and paintings and stuff like that. And I feel good and I feel, and I feel awesome. And, and that clarity, that, that ability to just wake up and have all of my facilities as mine and all my thoughts as mine. That's something I couldn't have when I was still drinking. And, and, I, and I didn't replace drinking with smoking weed and I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't do anything else. Like I just quit everything. And I, and I kept my, Kind of my brain, you know, running on what it was supposed to be running on in the first place. And uh, I got to say, there's there are some things that that bubbled up that I had to deal with in order to maintain uh, the sobriety part of things. You know, part of why I drank so much, I figured I found I didn't find out until I quit drinking was my anxiety level was so high that I, you know, that was a big reason. In hindsight, that's a big reason why I drank was my anxiety level was just so abnormally high. So I did have to talk to uh, some professionals and get some tools to deal with my anxiety levels and how to deal with them and and uh, things to practice and put in place so that I can catch my anxiety before it gets out of control. And it, you know, the anxiety's still there; it didn't go away. But now, um, because I'm not drinking anymore, I was able to. Kind of work on those things that were being clouded or you know you know handicapped because of my drinking so uh, you know we get that out of the way and you know how this is applies as an artist is I cannot tell you I cannot express enough how much better my drawing got, how much better my tattooing got. I was able to start. I had the patience to explore more. I was able to get into the digital drawing after I quit drinking. I was able to, you know, learn programs and learn new systems. And I was willing, I was a little bit more willing to try new things where when I was drinking, I would just kind of figure something out and then just repeat it to death. Um, But I wouldn't try anything new because I don't know, man. I just didn't, I was scared all the damn time. I was always scared when I was drinking. I was always scared that people were going to find out that the loser that I really was. So as an artist now who doesn't drink, um, I can, I can really look at my work and not only, not only do I have the ability to kind of plan it a little bit better and, and I'm not so irritated or irritable. Um, I can actually like draw, you know, 10, 20 sketches instead of before I was just a, you know a, a ball of frayed nerves i would i would lie to myself and say the first sketch was good enough and i'm on a time crunch and let me just get this done and i was just kind of shitting out work that was kind of like subpar it wasn't the, the the best work that i could be doing so when i quit drinking yeah that was definitely a big part was one of the rewards was after a year or two you know of not drinking it was wow this is i'm onto something here i'm actually drawing stuff that i like and and not only, not only am I drawing stuff that I like for work, but I have time to uh, do other stuff where I definitely wasn't doing a lot of other stuff when I was drinking. I mean, I would do like maybe one big painting a year, watercolor painting and pat myself on the back and whatever, throw it in a stupid art show or some shit like that. And, uh, you know, whatever. Who, who cares? One painting is 365 days in a fucking year and I'm doing one fucking painting. Man, it's so so pathetic, you know. When I think back to like what the opportunities I missed out on because I was drinking too much, and now, man, it's just like I, I got myself involved in so many things now with the Rizograph printmaking, doing this podcast, running the tattoo shop, running, um, you know, dealing with you know organizing all my clients, plus still drawing and down at the cabin I like doing watercolor, uh, well at least like wash uh, landscape. Plus I got into photography, which helped out with. Um, how I saw the world because everything's measured with photography and I could start using the histogram to really understand what darks and lights were. And then, you know, I could apply that into tattooing and am I really punching the darks and the lights in my tattooing? Um, You know, I learned Photoshop, which always seemed like a big mystery to me. I learned how to uh, program web pages. I learned how to run a server. I ended up buying my own server you know, I know how to program a little bit more in HTML and CSS. Um, and again, these are things that I would not going to be able to learn if I would continue to drink. If I would continue to drink, I'd still be doing horrible drawings and passing them off as good while the world spun right by me. So I'm really proud of, um, my accomplishments. I don't know if I'm really proud of quitting drinking because it just seems like something, why would you be proud of something you're supposed to not do anyway? You know, you're not supposed to drink that much anyway. So I don't know about that part, but I am a part, I am, I am proud of my accomplishments. Um, you know, when I opened up the shop, it gave me an opportunity to help other people. And that's a big part of, of keeping my sobriety is helping other people. So, you know, bringing people into the shop and, letting them giving them the opportunity to kind of explore who they can be and who the best version of them is going to be. You know, I enjoy that. And, um, I think, I don't know, what was it like about five years after I went out on my own, I was able to actually buy the building, um, that my shop was in, which gave me more opportunities. So now I have this, uh, I got this huge art studio and this really nice office. Um, and I wouldn't i mean I wouldn't have had any of that stuff um so you know i I am feeling a little vulnerable just talking about this, and I know you know going out and getting fucked up is kind of a part of the art world you know uh we, we are not the hotbed of mental health we're not you know we're not we're not superheroes we're not I don't know man we're not we're not all we're all we're all a little bit broken people who are in the art world, and sometimes we have unhealthy behaviors. You know, whether it's, you know, your sex life or your drinking or your drugging or, or whatever, it's usually like filling some hole. Um, I just I, I thank the universe that I was able to kind of stop that that part of the unhealthy behavior and start, you know, kind of healing a little bit because it as defining myself as an artist, I think that was crucial to give myself the opportunity to become the best version of who I was meant to be. So, I don't know I mean, I hope this helps somebody, man. I hope this I hope someone out there listens to this and and I and I plant a seed where they're kind of thinking, "Yeah, this fucking sucks, you know? This is not what I want to be fucking doing right now." I got these these ideas and I want to fucking go get them. And that's the whole point of this podcast is encouraging you to go and fucking get them, man. Get your fucking ideas out there. So, uh, yeah. <sighs> Will I ever drink again? I don't fucking know, man. I know that if I you know, keep doing good things today and I, and I keep in touch and I keep in touch with myself and, and I listen to what the universe has to say, I'm probably not going to drink today. I can't promise tomorrow, but I can promise you this. If I drink again, I might be able to drink on a Friday night and I might be able to drink the next Friday night, but eventually I will be right back to where I was. And at the lowest point of my drinking, I was living in a Motel 6 in Albuquerque with a six month old baby and I didn't have enough money to pay for the next week of the Motel 6. And that that is something I do not want to repeat in my life. Um, yeah, I I think that if I use that as my benchmark, and I and I I don't mind failing. You know, that's something not drinking has taught me. I, I encourage failure. I encourage you know moments to learn. I encourage putting myself out there more. When I was drinking, I hid. I hid behind things. Um, And now I don't mind. I don't mind being vulnerable as much. I don't mind losing. I don't mind breaking. Because the thing of it is, is I'm coming out with all guns blazing now. I'm not like once a year shooting off fireworks. I'm coming out with all my guns blazing now. And I might not hit all my targets, but I guarantee coming out with all my guns blazing, I'm going to hit enough fucking targets that when I look back, I'm going to be like, hell yeah, that was fucking awesome. I did this, I did this, I did this. And I'm living my best version of my life. So, I hope that gets out to somebody. Uh, I promise I won't, you know, bore you guys with a fucking sobriety podcast. Those aren't; those are kind of like boring to me too. But I just want to throw that out there because it is part of my story. Um, this is uh, the Bastards of Art podcast. You can find us at www.bastardsart.com. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Please share this. I want to encourage you to go to um, the Bastards of Art iTunes and leave a review would really be fucking cool um so anyway I just hope you guys have a great day I hope you have a great week Um, I'll talk to you guys later